Quit uh, laughing at me, Marty. Okay. Welcome to the Edge of the Headlights podcast. My name is Rob, <laughs> and sitting across from me tonight, wearing a funky t-shirt, is Marty. How are we doing, Marty? I'm all right, man. Now we're getting through the week. Uh, no. It is what it is. That's it. That's really that's all it? I got. That's it's, it? Okay, fine. It's short and sweet this that's week. That's all the energy I have for this week, really. No, yeah, it's been interesting week, I'll say this much. Right, right. But otherwise, not too bad. Could be worse. Could be a lot worse. Yeah. Could be better. Or a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. So should we get right into the funky news articles I got? Just an absolute math week. Eh. Well, it is. Actually, it's warmer out now as we're recording. It's like 13 degrees right now. Yeah. But this morning when I got up at like 5 o'clock, it was like 3. Yeah. I'm like, the sun goes away and it gets warmer out. What the hell? It was like 2. Yeah. It was great. It was awesome. I don't think, I think my penis went away for about two hours. Oh, yeah, no. Because I went outside to start my car because I'm like, I'm too lazy to put on my work clothes. I just went outside in shorts. Oh, I mean, gotcha, seriously, gotcha. just shorts Eesh. and a shoes and turn my car on so I could warm up. <laughs> At least it's not that far out from the house, but it's it's, it's, it's it Yeah, cold. but the garage is cold. And oh, yeah. I can just picture my neighbors looking at me like, He's outside in his shorts. I'm like, at least I'm not wearing a bathrobe and a fluffy hat. See, <laughs> the shader's full. Right. Uh, I might do fun. that. I might do that to one of my neighbors. We got, we're thinking about doing that. <laughs> <laughs> they got. We found out they have like motion-active cameras. Oh yeah. And we're gonna yeah. do it when they're gone. I'm just gonna walk out there in a robe. I got boots. I'm like, go out there with my leaf blower and blow off their lawn. And I'll just right. <laughs> right. <laughs> wave up at them all goofy like yeah, fucking I'm gonna have a cigar in my mouth and a beer in my hand yeah. <clears throat> that is funny as shit actually oh, yeah. then the oh. other neighbors are gonna be like what is wrong with what? you what the fuck are they doing man but it's just like you gotta do this random weird stuff life is too short yeah. to be normal yeah. good uh, god right yeah it's just way too yeah it's just way too short to be normal yeah I'm not wearing khakis out to mow man I'm, I'm wearing you know this bathrobe I told the wife I'm gonna vacuum our lawn this summer that'd be awesome I'm just going to run out there. The vacuum won't be running. I'll just be running over the lawn, vacuuming my lawn. Uh, if they ask me what I'm doing, I'm trying to get all these damn basswood seeds out of my yard. There you go. I don't care. My neighbors think I'm weird. I'm not weird, but... Right. It's, it's yeah, just, fuck them. Yeah, 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 fuck with people mentally sometimes. Let them wonder. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what lets us wonder all the time? is this godforsaken sun we have. It confuses people. This is the article. The sun is confusing everyone. That's, what huh. the, that's, that's the title of this article. The sun wow. is confusing everyone. I don't know how the sun can be confusing anybody. It gives off heat. Well, not in South Dakota during the winter. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like a bright light. You're like, ah, I don't want to see that. But they were talking about just yesterday, while well, I was recording this, we, Tuesday the yeah. 6th, we have an off chance of a minor solar storm, potentially due to fast-moving solar winds that were approaching Earth. And today, as many as five different sunspots and two filaments of magnetism have emerged on the Earth-facing this side of the sun. This is the most active the sun had been in a month and is directly and direct, directed entirely at our planet. Well, no shit, Sherlock. The sun is always looking at our planet. If any explosion sets off, it would mean a massive burst of magnetic waves hitting our planet, causing all kinds of destruction. While we mire that solar flare burst from the sun's active region is headed for Earth, now a dangerous solar storm is set to strike our planet the eighth, no December eighth. How may it affect us? According to reports by Interesting Engineering, 
a set of solar flares went off on the surface of the sun, and the coronal mass ejection, CME, escaping from the sun, is set to hit the Earth on the 8th. While the early... Look at this. This is the scariest part of this whole article. Yeah. They save it to the last, like normal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. While the early projections suggest that this storm can be a C1 class intensity, there's five classes, C1 yep. through C5. G, G1 through G5, sorry. One being the least, five being the most. It, is only, we, it will only be able to confirm this once a storm strikes our planet. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome, dude. Well, we're hoping it's a one. That's like um, that's like telling that's like oh that stove just shut off it was red hot. It might be cold. I'll try right, to find right. out. I'm like, How what warm the hell? is it? Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Yeah, that's just great. That's si- it, we, well, it might be a G one, but we just have to wait till it hits us. Then if you don't hear from us ever again, it was worse. No, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? what the fuck? So this podcast episode may never get out. <laughs> if all hell breaks loose, it was probably a five. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, especially in South Dakota, that really sucks right now. It's oh. I've always, I've always, that's been one of my worst dreads since I found out about solar flares. Yeah, it's getting in South Dakota getting hit during the middle of winter. Right. Because if we got anything to hit with a four or above, power grids would go down. Oh yeah. You'd be SOL unless you had stuff to burn to keep warm. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Absolutely. Food wouldn't be that hard to keep cold. <laughs> no. No. But, yeah. Stuff would keep. Uh, that's yeah. the nice part. Things will keep really well. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just like scientists. You confuse me. I think that's the scientists are confused by everything. It seems like. Well, because they can never come to a, a full consensus on a damn thing. So it's it's easy to be confused when none of you can decide what's right and and. Well, perfect off. example. We were talking about this off air. We're talking about uh, who's that guy with the Netflix series Ancient Apocalypse? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Graham yeah, Hancock. Yeah, yeah, Graham. There, you're telling me something about that earlier. Yeah, no, uh, the, the, the archaeologists, a, a bunch of them are now petitioning Netflix not to take it off, because I think they know that's a losing battle, because uh, it's been in the top ten now for a while, but to reclassify it as non-documentary science fiction, and that is their jab at it. I don't think, I can't ever see that happening, because I watch a lot of TV, yeah. you turn me on a TV... And there's like 500 Bigfoot documentaries, oh, UFO it. documentaries. Yep. And a couple of them I'll say, I'm not going to say which ones they are, but there were some guy running around the forest getting action shots of him moving through the forest. I'm like, but it had documentary. And I'm like, this has right. to be good. It was fucking terrible. Yeah, there, there are a lot of them that are it's just awful. Yeah. It's, it's slapped together. And it's like, what are you actually documenting? Because you got to watch it because like an hour and a half, there may be one nugget that right. you haven't seen anywhere else or it fits in with the puzzle piece like I always say yep. there could have been just that one little nugget in there but, but yeah, I've been burned twice out of three times oh yeah there, there's, there, there, there's a lot of them some of them there, there's almost like a, after a little while you can kind of get like a telltale feeling yeah part way through you're like oh, okay this is all bullshit um, at least not and that's usually not, when I will skim we're not. This isn't what we're saying. Not Bigfoot's bullshit, but the person making the documentary. Yeah, this this documentary that they've put out is is uh, just a waste of an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, like I said, that's when I'll start shooting ahead a few minutes, and then if they talk about some footage, I'll zip back and well, see if they show it. But yeah, most of it's just. <laughs> I'm not. Awful. I'm not gonna. If anybody's watched any Bigfoot documentaries, I know anybody who's watched has seen this one. 
And it's like all of a sudden you see this guy come and shake. He's running around in his ghillie suit, dives onto the ground, <laughs> and he gives an explanation of what he did. And I'm like, oh my god, this is terrible. This, this, is this guy had did had a lot of controversy in the Bigfoot world for, him. and he still does. Yeah, yeah. But I won't say his name. Yeah, yeah. As I say, I think I know. Uh, who you're talking about? I need uh, to find a little something to put under this table because it kind of rocks a bit. Yeah, it's I know. driving me nuts. I know. Hang on a second, folks. Oh, much better, Marty. You, you should become yeah. a carpenter, dude. For what you just I did. did, it's like Jesus. I am a carpenter <laughs> first and foremost. <laughs> well, I'm going to talk about volcanoes. You notice how they've been? Um, have you noticed in the news recently how many have been going off? You know, uh, Hawaii, yeah. uh, Bar- oh, whatever, Pacifica, Ocean yep. Pacifica. They have one in Italy now, I think it was. Yeah. And they're like, we don't know why all these are going off. That, uh, what? Your volcanologist, come on. Your whole job, man, is is waiting for this moment and understanding why it might happen. To then just be like, "Eh, we don't know. It's, uh, (laughs) huh. The gods are mad at us. You're right. Somebody's angry. But that got me, actually, now, if you, I'm I'm doing a lot of stuff I just find on when I'm at, when I'm at. Church of the Internet's like, now the Yellowstone's made it back in. Oh, no. Yeah, did you hear about that? They, no. Now the scientists are kind of covering their ass. They're like, well, we're finding out there's like, we thought there was like, let's say three tons of liquid magma. Well, there's probably closer to ten tons of liquid magma. Oh. Three times the normal amount of what they thought. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's the last place I want magma building up. I'll be honest with you. Is but they say that, but scientists, these volcanoes, oh, it should be a problem. It's like right next to the surface. I'm like, oh, that's what usually happens. Where it goes pop like a pimple. Right. I mean, I mean, yeah, it, it it's less likely to create a super explosion because it doesn't have as much pressure that way. But you're still looking at how many tons of magma <laughs> erupting uh, out of the ground in a national park. I'm reading this article, and let's get this. This is how they check. This wow. okay. This is how they figure out if it's going to erupt or not. Oh, boy. I'm like, new age people will love this. The rate of melted rock to crystals is in the top reservoir is a reliable indicator of how close a volcano is to erupting. Previous estimates show that the ratio of rock to crystal in the top reservoir was approximately 9%, suggesting the volcano was nowhere near erupting. However, I hate that word. However, a closer look at the ratio of rock to crystal in this new study suggests that is much higher than early estimates showing between 16 to 20%. <laughs> Again, it doubled. So, so like a near fifth. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. Analyzing 20 years of seismic data for the area with a supercomputer, scientists created a model that simulated the reservoir sh- showing both the size of the reservoir and the ratio to rock crystals. They also found that the reservoir is probably twice as large as previously thought, as previously thought at approximately 1,600 cubic kilometers. Jesus. Holy Six, fuck. That's a lot. <laughs> oh my god, no. What well, an awful place. While the findings while the findings don't indicate that the volcano will erupt anytime soon, the ratio is still well below the threshold believed to be necessary <laughs> to set off an explosion. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. It, that doesn't fill me with, with good well-being oh, it and does. The, fine the, thoughts. Then it has a link here that says... About a huge crack in Yellowstone. Oh, good. I'm sure it's completely... Uh... <laughs> yeah. This uh, this was reported back in 2018. I don't remember ever hearing about this. No. And we've been... Shit. We were just running right about the time we started doing this in 2018. No. No, no, no. no. no yeah, it's 2020. Oh, yeah. oh, good God. I'm all screwed up. 
time. In two thousand eighteen, reported a massive crack has opened up on a volcano on a volcano near Yellowstone. Oh, oh, that's so completely the, different. So you got then. Yellowstone, the caldera. Then there's another volcano next yeah, to it in the completely United States. A video showed a huge fissure that appeared at the Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. Oh, see, now I gotta give a shout out to KY X Files. See, stuff happens in Wyoming, and usually when it does, guys, it's shit. Right, it's it's not good. The but a video showed a huge fish that appeared in the Grand Teton National Park in the Wyoming, which led park officials to close two areas. Park rangers took precautions pending an investigation of the activity at Inspiration Point in Hidden Falls. It's possible the crack may the crack may have been caused by seismic activities, but officials are not jumping to conclusions. <laughs> Kyle's just, big cracks just open up all the time. What, what else would it be? It, yeah. It's clearly not a sinkhole, because you'd be like, oh, it was a sinkhole. Yeah, uh, but a crack is a crack. The National Park Service confirmed it in a statement. Superintendent David Vela said, human safety is our number one priority, and with an abundance of caution, we are temporarily closing this area until we can properly assess the situation. Teton Park spokeswoman Dennis German, German added, yesterday, exude... Exhume guides noticed cracks in the rocks. <laughs> they communicated to the ranger this morning that when they went to investigate, they realized it was actually gotten bigger and expanded. <laughs> oh, my God. View, yeah. People living close by really should be worried about considering the last time the supervolcano at Yellowstone erupted was more than 100,000 years ago. Park rangers have not confirmed when the close areas will be open, when they have, when they have completed their assessment. But, uh, where is that at? Oh, where the fuck is it at? I can't find it. Start talking, Marty. I gotta find it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, uh, a crack of the crack is kind of the, the rule I live by. See, okay, I found, I found it. <laughs> okay. It says, Park Rangers, basically it says, people in the volcano shouldn't work because it hasn't erupted for 100,000 years. But, you have prior research showing the last major eruption was approximately 640,000 years ago. Yeah. So that's only 500,000 years you're off. No, I was gonna say I, I thought it was quite a quite a long while ago. I, I geared more towards the six hundred thousand. Unless a hundred thousand years ago, maybe it was a, a more minor eruption. Maybe that's I don't think a minor eruption that'd be a big problem anyway. Uh, Jesus, man. Yeah, well, shit, a hundred thousand years. That's even uh, pre ice age, really. At that point, oh, I just saw something. You know, like if the younger dryads are trying to figure out what happened. What if Yellowstone erupted, and that's what caused the flooding? That they're oh. talking about the about the younger dry ass period. Right. Oh, that could be. Yeah, what if it was covered and said, I don't feel like being corrupt because that ice weighs a lot. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, no, it puts a lot of pressure on that. Oh, my God. I don't know. I, we'll we'll uh, save the Shark Week stuff for next week. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm just uh, I, I'm just imagining the, these guys who are finding the crack. They're like Harlan Williams' character in, in Sorority Boys where he finds like the video card. Hey guys, I found a thing. There's a thing here, guys. Oh Jesus! Yeah, no, that, that's a crack. You, you, it's, it's fine. I'm sure yeah. there's nothing going around here. It's just a giant crack that wasn't here that's, a week ago. But that, if that erupted, South Dakota would no longer be here. Oh yeah, no, we would cover like eight feet of ash. Yeah, I mean we're realistically not that far away. No, we're not. Yeah, especially yeah we'd be buried. Oh yeah, just fucking like that. That was one of those that it never bothered me. Till like what 15 20 years ago when that kind of started making it onto a bigger it's been stage. it's been it's like i always talk about they're using like karmic magic or whatever you want to call it they're like rejecting right. this like dude this is gonna happen in our lifetime because this news reporter is reporting on it 
We're telling you it's going to happen, but we just ain't telling you when. Yeah. But it's going to happen. But yeah, I didn't realize that, you know, probably in the last 20 years at some point, that, uh, yeah, that that, that uh, a, a large portion of the Yellowstone is you just really the uh, creator of a gigantic fucking volcano. And you're walking on top of it, it's like, ooh, look at the big water, hot water coming out that can yeah, scold you to death in seconds. It, uh, it's, it's Old Faithful. Look at that. Yeah, Old Faithful letting off the pressure so we don't all fucking die. Yeah, I, I, wonder, um, how, Jesus. I wonder how bad people would freak out. It's like, well, I don't know how fast it would report it, I should say. Yes, Old Faithful hasn't been seen for two weeks. Right. I'd be it's like, just, what? Yeah, no, I, I'd be really I'd be moving to Mexico really fast. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I'm going to be fucking driving, flying, doing whatever I can to get the hell away from But there. that day they say, oh, Old Faithful hasn't been seen for three days. It's like, that's a giant red flag. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Just like, no. Nope. like, honey, throw what car, clothes you can fit in the truck, work no, off. Yeah, it, it, we got to go. We yeah. got to go. What about the pets? It, it, give or take, man. I don't That's, care. They're, they're, they're going to fight you. They're, they're going to stay. We can eat them. Well, this is the article I talked about, Marty, last week about wolves. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is a really interesting article. I'm going to read it, and I'll stop and ask you questions. This is going to be a test afterwards, folks. So oh. if you're listening, make sure you're writing down notes. I'm not going to tell you how it ends. Yeah, right. you got to guess. you got to email address. Oh, uh, that's uh, sad. All right. What makes a wolf leader of the pack? A new study finds that wolves are more likely to be a pack leader if they haven't been infected with a parasite, Toxoplasmia gondii. So basically, Connor Meyer results in this finding were pretty significant that the Toxoplasmia gondii infection was 46 times more likely to predict that a wolf will become a leader and 11 times more likely to predict that a wolf will disperse from their kind of home and their natural pack. Vulcan, this article's really written really weird, and there's like a bunch of German names. Vulcan uh, nice. said Connor Myers, graduate from the University of Montana, who authored this study along with Kara Cassidy, a research story at the Yellowstone Wolf Project. Yellowstone, that's how I get that. You heard right. Their study indicates that wolf that a wolf is 46 times more likely to lead a pack if it's been infected with a parasite. Uh, Myers says these results indicate how influential even the tiniest organism may be. A lot of research is done on wolves, elks, and cougars, and deer, and kind, and that kind of big things that we can see. Maybe it's actually the little things that can be affecting individuals and affecting ecosystems. Cassidy and Meyer decided to look into the role this tiniest parasite might play in the Yellowstone ecosystem, which they have already had nearly 30 years of data on parks wolves. Studies have shown that this parasite can change the behavior of a mouse so that it takes more risks. Excuse me. Meyer and Cassie wonder if the changes that show up in infected mice might also show up in wolves. We tested a bunch of different things. We wanted to know if the wolves were taking bigger risks. So we wanted to know, are they more likely to disperse or become pack leaders? And it turns out wolves that are testing positive for Toxo were more likely to disperse and more likely to become pack leaders than wolves that were negative. I want to be clear, this doesn't, act, doesn't necessarily mean they're good leaders. Oh, fuck. Maybe they're poor leaders. We actually don't know if they're doing a good job or not. But I think the quality of leadership, once it reaches that position, it's going to be one of the most interesting things to look at next. Worries that these findings could foreshadow a possible... Get this. I I never expected this to be in the article. I'm going to repeat this again. Vulcan Flick worried that these findings could foreshadow a possible wolf zombie apocalypse. Hmm. <laughs> While the parasite causes temporary disease of toxoplas- 
plastinomas, and all mammals, including us, and while its effect on humans is difficult to track, maybe you had a sudden craving, I don't know, attend a leadership conference to network to lead a wolf pack. It may not be you. Maybe it's just the parasite. Uh, now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you with this toxo, Toxoplasty gondii. Toxoplasty gondii is a Caucasian, coccidian parasite, which felids cats, being the definite host, serving as a primary reservoir species for this disease. There are a number of intermediate hosts for this disease, including most warm-blooded animals such as humans, bears, cervids, pigs, moose, bison, marine animals, marsupials, oh. birds, and small mammals. So this thing is everywhere. Hmm. So if I'm being hyper-aggressive, I have this toxal disease. Uh, that's what I'm saying from now on. I have toxal. Uh, yeah, that's that's all there is to it. I didn't yell at you. It's not my fault. Yeah, it's not my But it's like, what I see is like, we got, I was going to experience it. It's like, if the government knows about this, like, hey, we can put this in soldiers, make it more aggressive. Oh, yeah. I, it, yeah. Put it, that, that'd be an awesome idea right here. It's the best idea the government's going to come up with. We're gonna we're gonna give you this shot that has this parasite in it, and we're gonna put you in a robotic cyber suit. Have fun. There, you, you are now in charge of uh, this robot legion with guns too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, man, that, this this parasite that that is really interesting. Uh, like I think uh, Ed talked with you about it last week. Yep. It, it's almost like it's become a, a quote smarter version of say. Uh, some of the other parasites we see in animals, like the ones that'll take over snails, and the fungi, flash, like, yeah, like know. the zombie fungus. Uh, and instead of this one though, finding its way of spreading, these ones become almost suicidal. The the other styles where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, the idea is we want to get eaten by this other shit. Whereas these are like, no, we're going to take over. We are in charge. <laughs> we are more aggressive, and and dogs do respond with that kind of aggression. Um, even training a dog, you have to have that upper hand on them. Yeah, show dogs. If you have one yep. that is going to be leaps and bounds uh, above the others, it is going to take over. Mm-hmm. And it's like this thing has evolved to figure that out, which is really super scary. Yeah, no, it, it's actually really terrifying because it's something that's smaller than the size of a pinhead. Yeah, and and this is something where it's not outright completely changing the behavior of this animal. As far as from what I I'm seeing, is it doesn't create them to become uh, uh, aggressive and stupid in their decisions, but just to be I am now in charge, and then spreading that out to others to go have other groups that we are now in charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's see, but I like I, I like you know like know where their baseline is for like when they're like, well these wolves that have this toxal parasite in them take more uh, take more chances. I'm like. It's a wild animal. How do you know if it's taking more chances right. or if it's being calculated with what it's doing? Yeah. Because wolves aren't dumb. Oh, Any God. wild animal is not dumb. Anybody who's ever hunted deer, no, deer aren't dumb. Unless yep. you try to flashlight them, then they stop. Yeah, yeah, you never do that because it's illegal at night. <laughs> Ooh, what's that? <laughs> death. It's but death. it's like you're talking about that Bengal tiger that from Russia. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Siberian tigers. Siberian tigers are like got revenge. Yeah, they, <laughs> they are... And, and, and that's the fun thing with like Siberian tigers. They are like the most venge-filled animals they've discovered. I bet you if they probably... most other tigers don't typically do that, but for some reason the Siberian ones, 
have just this vengeful streak in them. And they're just like, no, this ain't going, man. You're, I'm, I'm following you home. You're, you're fucked. Yeah. But maybe that explains why, because... Right. Uh, yeah, that, that's just it. If it's something like that where it per, perhaps this, uh, uh, I don't want to say virus, but it's a parasite, is it taking hold in Siberia. I yeah, mean, you know what the funny thing about it is? This is that's parasite. Your cat's probably got it right now. Oh yeah, no, it's absolutely. founding. It's found in felines, and that's yep. what it does. It tries to get out of the host it's in. Yep, it goes everywhere, but it always wants to be stuck in felines. Right. So, yeah, I don't. That's I don't. Weird. I don't. I don't think that'd be a good idea. No. Speaking no. Yeah. Of, no. I could see that. I, yeah, I could definitely see the government putting putting money into trying to weaponize Oh, I that. guarantee they probably already have. I mean, like, like I said, just some of the other ideas that they've had that failed and they've told us about, this is not that far out of line from, from you know, training dolphins to plant mines and everything else that they've done. <laughs> like, Jesus, man. At least you got beluga whales if you drop your phone, they'll return it to you. It's in that yeah. video. <laughs> yeah, if, if it's a nice beluga. I'm sure the others I can, are I like, can see that, that beluga whale is probably smarter. I was like... Yes, you just keep looking at that dumb box. Oh, you dropped the water? Let me go get it here. Stay smart. (laughs) Here you go. Here you are. You ever seen beluga whales? They can look really creepy sometimes. Oh, yeah. No, they're they're horrible. I think think belugas are the ones, too, that can let out a pierce uh, whistle so high that it will burst your eardrums if you're underwater with them. Awesome. If they decide to fuck you up. It's like, oh, yeah, I don't don't want to swim with the all-white whale anymore. (laughs) That doesn't seem nice at all. Not at all. No, no. None of the whales I really enjoy, let's be honest. They're all terrifying creatures to me. They really are. Big, creepy, very creepy. Well, well speaking of creepy things, I got an email today. Oh, no. You want to hear what the email says? No. It says, hey, Rob, <laughs> we are discussing going up to the Appalachian Mountains in West Virginia to hunt some cryptids. How would you go about attracting a Wendigo or other cryptids native to that area? We also need to know of any weaknesses. There's three or four of us in on this who want to go. All right, we're gonna we're gonna start. I'll give you my assessment at about this, but we're right after we do this here. We're gonna talk about some of the cryptids that are just found just found in West Virginia. Yeah, and I think there's like 110 of them. West Virginia's got yeah, there, there's a lot, man, for as small a state as it is. Oh yeah, but you have <laughs> mountains and everything else. That's not included. There. We're just we're gonna talk about cryptids. There's also ghosts. Oh, a lot yeah. of ghosts. They're yeah. like that much grew up too. I don't believe in ghosts, but there there there's something there. Okay. Man, I'll start off. I'll start off with this first one. It's just like a little kitty. So this is for the people that wrote the email. The wampus bees. Yeah. This large, black, feline-like creature lives in the woods and has been spotted around Pleasant County, West Virginia. Wampus beasts are four times the size of a male mountain lion and weigh in at 500 to 600 pounds with massive paws. The predators have a strong odor like a cross between a wet dog and a skunk. Mm. So that, that's, that's one of them. That's, like, I think that's actually the least scary one of this whole list. Right, yeah. It's probably the least terrifying yeah. of all of them. I got another one here. The smoke wolf. That doesn't sound terrifying, does it? Right. The smoke wolf. The solid black smoke wolf is a massive canine with eyes red as the sun. One witness who has heard smoke wolf howl, smoke wolves, wolves, plural there, folks, howl (laughs) and scream at the night on his property, describes them as pure evil, noting they kill for fun. 
The only thing known to turn smoke wolf is the sound of rattling chains. Eesh. See, there we go. We're giving deterrence, guys. Stay, stay, stay away from them if, if you can make friends with the ghosts. Yeah, there you go. They'll hey. rattle the chains at oh, it, and you'll be okay. What have you got uh, there? Going back to uh, uh, something awful. Uh, the Cherokee Death Cats. Uh, this cat-like beast said to look like a lion and measure approximately four feet tall at its front shoulders and nine feet long, including the tail. Uh, the creature can leap extremely far and is an expert climber and loves to hunt from trees. That apparently feeds mostly on large livestock, like horses, cows, uh, things like that, and is a typical cat hunter and will try to choke and cut off your blood supply, your throat. Uh, my, my thought on some of these is if this isn't... Because I, I do believe there are some large cats out there that we don't know. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the British Black. Uh, they're assuming maybe it's a jaguar that's through the British Isles. Yep. And we have stories of these same kind of things, these dark-colored cats that aren't supposed well, to be here. When I lived in Louisiana, we actually, when I was down there, when I was in the Army, I was dating a Cajun. And we actually were out one night in a car, and we actually saw a black panther. Oh, uh, yeesh. I'm not, it's like... Oh, yeah. They're, they're a little bit smaller than a cougar, yeah. but still it looks huge. Yeah. It's solid black, and they're like, oh, we see them all the time, but they're not supposed to be yeah, there. they're not supposed to exist. Yeah, I, I would imagine this is a, a large cat like that, <coughs> if not maybe stories of, of a, a throwback. Uh, they don't specifically say... Uh, long-toothed, but some relative, possibly a southern relative of, of even like a throwback Smilodon, a saber cat. Yeah. Um, just evolved to not need the giant teeth, but still be a giant leaping, you know, for law of death. See, but I always wondered about that too. You have, like, let me stick with this feline topic here. What is, like, some cats, like, we genetics, cat breeders and that, if you let cat go feral, he actually gets bigger. The longer cat goes feral, the next generation gets bigger and yeah, bigger yeah. and bigger. So what's there's always that genetic code in there for that prehistoric like oh, yeah, American yeah. lions or the Smilodon. That's all there. Maybe it's just waiting for a chance to escape. Right. Well, you even see that in domesticated cats. You'll have one all of a sudden has fangs that constantly hang out of its teeth or out of its mouth, which isn't normal in a domesticated cat. No. And, and cat genetics are really weird, and they're hard to trace. It's not like, like with breeders, with dogs. It's pretty easy to get the traits you want out of dogs. Cats are such a grab bag of, of fucking genetics in there. You, you can literally have two orange male and female parent, and not a single one of the cats will be orange. Because their <laughs> genetics are so varied. Yeah. That it's really hard. Well, even like ours, we have a Manx, and they're cat born without a tail. There are whole litters of Manx kittens that have their tail because it, the genetically it doesn't it doesn't not grow. They're still technically a Manx, but by looking at them, it's not what you're looking. That's for. like another example. We have a corgi too. Yeah, corgis sometimes are born with tails. Also, yep. yeah, yeah. There are a lot of them that are born with some aren't. Yep. But yeah, like like cat genetics is so hard to really pin down because it's all of it is like it's all in there, and what rattles to the top 
is just kind of random. See, <laughs> it's I, just like, oh, here I, I've had a theory for a while about cats. Right. I'm pretty sure they were made by some mad scientist back in medieval times just to fuck with everybody. <laughs> they had to be. That's why they're great. That's why. That's why they're always. De- that's why they're always depicted as witches, familiars. Wizard always has them in the background along with an owl. Right. Right. They're just. They're just made by mad scientists. In the past, yeah, they're 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 like the the wizard abomination races from from D and D, like yeah. owl bears and shit that they threw together and went, eh, you're a thing. Now. Well, since you're talking about dogs, let's talk about a puppy dog. Oh, the Wolfman, <laughs> a large canine-esque mammal, is roaming the hills near Wolf County, Kentucky, believed to weigh in at a 500 pounds and stand taller than seven feet in height. The Wolfman is a bipedal and has fur similar to a bear or a gorilla. Is believed to live in caves. Has been seen around. Has been seen around the area since the nineteen seventies. I thought it was a happy one. That now, goes into the dog man thing. It, yeah. See. See. You now there, there are some of the different beasts that you find all over the country that I, I think are actually linked into two families of creature, which would be either going down an offshoot of the Sasquatch or an offshoot of whatever the dog man. Um, and I think there are, are regional variants. Uh, like, like we are well aware of different regions of the country. Their Bigfoot are different. They behave different. Their coloring is different. Uh, even to some areas where they're a lot shorter uh, than, than in some other areas. And I think that's what a lot of these are, is they're seeing offshoots of something else. doesn't make it any less crazy because it's still something that's not supposed to exist. But yeah, there's a lot of them. It's like, well, that's really similar to a dog man. Mm-hmm. They have their own regional name for it, but it, it's it's some form of dog man. Yeah, then you have, well, West Virginia's most famous cryptid. You know what that is? No idea. Really? <laughs> I know you're right. Now you're being a dick. Uh, now, you're, now you're just being a cat, you fuck. Damn asshole. <laughs> that would be the Mothman. This creature is probably the most well-known cryptid in West Virginia. The Mossman is said to be a winged creature with glowing red eyes and has been sighted numerous time, times in the town of Point Blessed. And it even has its own museum dedicated to it. They also have some of the best Mothman plushies I've ever seen. Plus, they actually have a huge Mothman festival. I would love to go. Yeah, it would be. Plus, they have a really nice statue of Mothman with yes. a really nice badonkadonk. Yeah, it's pretty... It- I think that Badonkadonk and that Mothman... Its booty rivals the, the Bigfoot one. It does. Uh, it's It's got it's a hell of a nice. shiny booty. It is. Shiny nice. booty. And I, I do kind of need a, a uh, plush Mothman down there. I do need that, I think. Uh, I know that's like that's is your favorite cryptid is the Mothman. It, 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 it is one on there, man. It, it's captured my imagination when I was in like, grade school. Man. Yeah. It's like, man, this is cool. Would be fun to go down to that just once, and it's the amount of different people you probably meet down there would be really fun just to fuck around. We can, go, we can hang out with Bo and mess with him. Oh hell yeah, man! <laughs> probably great. get a hold of him, Daniel too. He lives that. Oh, area. oh, that could be a dangerous weekend. <laughs> that yeah, could be yeah. a really dangerous yeah. weekend. It'd be fun. It'd yeah. Be fun as hell. Yeah, wow. Pull in a bunch of those guys, get everybody to come up, and just kind of just be dumb. For a weekend. Oh, God. You may not uh, come back. Who might not What happened to Marty and Rob? They disappeared. <laughs> we, we don't know. Rob found sure a staircase and went up it. Yeah, and right, we're done. Right. <laughs> Everybody else is like, no. I'm like, Rob just disappeared. 
Uh, Marty said he found a life-size plush Mothman he was going after. We didn't see him again. Uh, yeah, no, I could believe that. That'd be fun. That would be a fun goddamn time. It would I'll be. Tell you what. Uh, oof, that would be really good. Uh, speaking of uh, crazy, crazy things here, we have, and this kind of goes along uh, with my idea I had, uh, you have the Raven Mocker. Now, according to Cherokee legends, the Raven Mocker is a shape-shifting Bigfoot-like creature standing seven feet tall with black fur and solid white eyes, which is, that's creepy as shit, just the idea of just a solid white eye looking at you from seven Which was that? Uh, Raven Mockers. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, but yeah, this type of Bigfoot is believed to inhabit southwest Virginia and is able to shift into any animal and can also take on the appearance of an old man or woman, like the typical old crone in the in the mountains. Yeah, or the crazy Merlin-type wizard. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. God dude. damn it, cats. Cats. It, <laughs> here they are again. In its human form, the Raven Mocker can uh, lurk among unsuspecting people. So, like, basically just kind of blend into a crowd. So, basically, if you see a crowd and you have only a bunch of young people, one old dude, that's a raven mocker? Yeah, rape could be. Oh, God, God. Well, they, they're, they're, uh, they're, their calling card is they actually eat the hearts from their <laughs> victim's chest without ever actually leaving a mark. So, there's no incision. They just, they fall over dead and their heart is missing. And oh. the old guy is like... What happened? I, I don't I know. know. I know what the indicator would that be. If you start saying Kalima, like, Kalima. Kalima. That's what it would be. Come your chest, Indy. Maybe he was a raven mocker. He, uh, he was. That's Moram. where they got that. Moram was a raven mocker. a raven mocker. It's just like the Def Leppard incidents. We figured out their mass murdering. How many years later? <laughs> right. Indiana Jones, <laughs> Temple of Doom. We found out he's a raven mocker from West Virginia. You, you sons of bitches. It's all making sense now. It's oh, all God making Lord. sense. Uh, recently, on a side note with the Temple of Doom, Steven Spielberg had mentioned that that is his the one Indiana Jones he wishes he could have redone. Why? Well, it, it was dark. He didn't like it as much. But it was like, honestly, it's kind of my favorite one to watch. It kind of reminds me of like, the first three. It's like, yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, Doom. and The Last Crusade. Yeah. And they, no offense, they mirrored Star Wars. The first one was fun oh, yeah, and happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Empire Strikes Back was dark. Temple of Doom was dark. Then you had the re- yeah. joyous return and the last one. It's now, pretty much now like Star Wars. I, I would say out, out of all of them, I, The Last Crusade is probably the best overall movie um, out of all of them. Uh, Crystal Skull. <laughs> yeah, Crystal Skull, <laughs> damn it. Because uh, it's it just, it, every note in that movie is just perfect. Uh, the, the comedy, the action. But my guilty pleasure, man, is, is uh, Temple of Doom because it is dark. They have the, the crazy India feast scene, which is just... Just for shock value, period. Just eels coming out of snakes and cracking monkey skulls. Yeah, the, the, the chilled monkey brain. Uh, yeah, no, man. It's like, man, don't hate on your own movie, man. I, I like that movie because of some of the dark. I, I just, and it was different. It wasn't Nazis. You know what I mean? Yeah, was, since we're talking about Ian Jones, the new preview has dropped for the new <sighs> yes. one. And it's called the Destiny, Dial of Destiny. Dial of Destiny. And I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I've only watched the preview. I haven't. Right. De- and the only thing I've heard about is people bitching about the DH. I think it, the preview yeah, looks awesome. I think it looks fine. Everything looks fine. The CGI looks good in it. Yeah. But I think it's going to be about the Antikytheria device. Ooh. I Ooh, bet because that one oh, scene they show, idea. I think it's going to be with that Antikytheria yeah. device, or how you say it. Yeah, I, I don't know. This, this is a movie. Uh, Crystal Skull 
I hated when it first came out. I tried watching it like three years ago again because I was like, maybe at the time I was just pissed off. I knew it was shitty going into it. And it, it changed my view of it, you know. Watch through it again. And yeah, most of it's awful. It, it's it really kind of gross on you like a really bad fungus. Like it, a it's not a good movie. And I don't never need to see it again. It's like I've seen it twice. I went, I'm, I'm good. So I really didn't have a whole lot of hope for this one. I mean, you got to understand, Harrison is in his 70s at this point. Yep. Um, and, and you're playing Indiana Jones, who's supposed to be, you know, action guy. Now, now, granted, in, in this movie, it's taking place in the 60s, I believe. So he is older in yep. this. Uh, but I didn't have a whole lot of hope for it, to be honest with you. I wasn't really that excited, even when they were like, oh, we're dropping the new trailer. I was like, eh, okay. After watching it, I, I was excited again, man. I was like... Dude, this is looking good, and, and like the action stuff, it, it isn't. It, it's more like old man Indiana Jones. He's he's not like flying out of stuff, uh, and and it just looks really. I'm I'm hoping we can avoid a being uh, trapped in a fridge, blown three miles away by a nuclear bomb scene, like we had so the of Crystal Skull. Um, I'm hoping we can avoid that to really set the tone. But yeah, man, I'm I'm actually super psyched for this show now. Which I was not a month ago. Yeah, really. It looks, was, the preview looks really good. Yeah, I, I was really excited. I was like, "Oh, dude, this actually looks really good." God damn it! All right, I'm gonna go. <laughs> All right, you done now? We get back I'm to West done. Virginia, and yeah, why not to go, go there? Back to these guys, <coughs> and, and why I don't want to find things in West Virginia. No, so, that's. I'll tell you something you don't want to find: the Ogu monster. Oh, the Ogu is a cryptid said to live in the Greenbrier River. It's described as being a reptilian creature with spikes down its back. It's been seen by many people over the years, and there has even been some sightings of it outside of West Virginia. The funny thing is, the alligator turtle is the most similar known animal to the ogu, but it is not an exact match. Hmm. It's like the beast of that giant turtle bra. I can't. Oh, we have to do an art. We have to talk about that sometime about that giant snappy turtle. I can't think of it. So the Beast of Bosco. Bosco Beast. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's what it's yeah, similar yeah, yeah. to. <clears throat> Took me a second. Oh, no. See, I always get leery of water creatures, period. They just... Uh, I just don't... I don't trust no. them. Even just snapping turtles around here, it's like, no. I, there's a reason some of us eat you. You must got the other half of this article for this one here. Uh, probably. That one right there. No, but there's actually, yeah. there's actually, you can probably read that one next. This one, this creature Marty's going to talk about, actually made it into a very popular video game right now. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, this uh, here is uh, the the Grafton Monster. Uh, this thing was first spotted in West Virginia in the 50s. And is described as a massive bipedal creature with shirt fur. It's estimated to weigh between with a thousand short, fur. Short fur? Short fur. Okay. Sherford. <laughs> Sherford. Sherford. It's like Sherford ice cream. Herford. Uh, yeah, no, it's estimated to weigh between 1,000 and 1,500 pounds and has uh, broad, broad shoulders. Um, its head sits low in front of its body, making it appear headless from behind, and it's believed to eat livestock as it's is its main source of food. It doesn't seem like it's a good place to be livestock in West no, Virginia. Uh, but a lot you know of what? these things tend to just want to eat it. Do you know what video game that's from? That, no. that makes an appearance in? Fallout 76. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, Fallout, oh, the Fallout series pretty good says has like a bunch of creatures. In oh, it. yeah, yeah. Deathstalkers and crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. I've never, never played West Virginia, too, has also got the world-renowned Bigfoot. There's a lot of sightings right, all over the right. place. You can see that in like an area state, except for South Dakota, it seems like, where we live. Yeah, I don't know there have been sightings of them, but it's few and far between. But then you have my favorite monster oh, in West no. Virginia. The Sheep Squatch. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Sheep Squatch. <laughs> I can't tell the sheep squash is a cryptid that is said to resemble a cross between a sheep and an ape. It has been sighted in various parts of West Virginia and has even been caught on camera a few times. There is no known animal that resembles a, resembles a sheep squash, so it's truly a mystery. Okay, he never found. Okay, oh, there I missed the page. Oh, no. I missed the page. First, the counties with the most sightings are Boone, Kanawha, Putman, and Mason counties. Was a surge of sightings taking place in Boone County during the 1990s. It is. It was described as being quadruped, about the size of a bear, with entirely white wool-like fur. It has a long and pointed head, similar to a dog, with long saber-like teeth and a single set of horns, not dissimilar to those found on a young goat. Its forelimbs ends in paw-like hands, similar to those of a rock raccoon, but larger. While its tail is long and hairless like that of a possum, it is reputed to smell like sulfur, which had been attributed for, through, folklore, through folklore to the beast being born within the TNT area of Mason County, like one of the Mothman theories. Though this is not likely, and instead may be a musk-scent gland similar to those found in many species or canovia, such as weasels and skunks. Ah, uh, sheep squat. Everything about sheep squat is creepy. Uh, yeah, and I, I remember uh, the 90s when that kind of blew up. Yeah. Because uh, it started showing up you know, all over the place. Well, they made fun of it. I'm like, actually, you're making fun of it because it's scary as fuck. Oh, it's terrifying If, you, hell, if anybody man. goes typed in Seep Squatch and you don't get the fuzzy, cute ones, looking like, that's yeah, kind of graphic yeah. looking. I'm like, dude, the, the I little, Yeah, because they, they do make some, some cutesy anime ones. Kind of like, like you have like little uh, uh, cutesy baby versions of Cthulhu and stuff like that. They, they do make like little... Cthulhu is cutesy. I love Cthulhu, man. Cthulhu's the best. Hail DARPA. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, no, no, the, 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 the more realistic uh, pictures of a sheep squatch. Fuck that thing, man. It's hard. <laughs> I've never seen you, the video. Honestly, you, you no. You lose me when, when you give it raccoon hands and fucking goat horns and shit. I'm like, nope. And I'm it's out, like man. a possum. What? Yeah. All I'm you do out. is put a stinger on the back of it to get a full oh, chimera. Yeah, no. yeah let, let's, let's not... Uh, Given ideas to evolve. Holy fuck. I'm going to read the 1999 article. I found this. Another incident in 1999 involved a couple of campers who were in the forest at night, again in Boone County, around a bonfire. They eventually heard an animal snorting and scuffling around the camp in a manner similar to an aggravated bear. Though it did not come into light of the campfire immediately, all of a sudden the sheep squats suddenly charged out of the darkness at the campers. Rackling quickly, they jumped up and ran back into their house, and while being pursued by the sheep squatch, giving chase is a natural reaction of a predator when a uh, creature flees. Its initial attack could be have simply been a mock charge. The white thing stopped at the edge of the forest when, then, when they crossed it and let out a terrible scream. It then turned around and headed back into the woods. The next morning, the campers returned to their campsite and the trail home, fighting it had been torn up the refer to it as like someone had tilled up the ground for gardening. That was a terribly written, written article. I need to start <laughs> reading these articles before uh, I start talking about them. Uh, 
No, I think I think we just we should go hunt sheep to watch. <laughs> Bo, um, Eric, if you guys got any heads up, we'll go hunt sheep to watch. Think of the mutton you could get with that stuff. Oh boy, oh, Jesus! Now that thing is just awful. God damn, it's just a terrifying creature. It really goddamn is. I just don't like it at all. It's fun. Quit beating your... There, there, there's a lot of them where, where it's like, yeah, yeah, no, it's kind of fun. And no, there's nothing fun about the, the image of that thing. So, I the video it's awful. I wonder if the video they're talking about, this one wasn't white, but you ever seen that black video of that goat walking upright? Not in the oh, pen. That oh, one, the yeah. pen's fucking straight up creepy. Yeah, That's yeah, like yeah. a regular goat just walking outside lanes in the pen. Yeah, which... Fucking weird goats and shit. I don't like anyway. They have weird eyes, dude. Their eyes. Their eyes are just their not eyes normal. Eyes are creepy as shit. You ever seen? You ever seen a Damascus goat? Oh yeah. They look like their faces melted off. Yeah, it's they're like, fucking. If, yeah, you, guys, if you get a chance, horrifying. you want to see this cute creature we're talking about, the Damascus goat? Ugh. Look it up. It is. When it's, it's cute and cuddly when it's little. When yeah. it's full grown, it's like its face just melts. It, yeah, it, it's one of those where, where, like, the baby, you're like, oh, okay, this can't turn into fucking horrifying hellfire. And, <laughs> yeah, no, as it gets older, it's like, meh. And, like, ah, oh, Jesus. It's like fuck, its genetics forgot to work. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, my God. No, they're awful. Yeah, ah. Speaking of goats and sheep, did you see that story a while ago about, uh, was it in England with the, the weird sheep pen? No. Where for days on oh, end... Oh, that was in China, wasn't it? I Yes. It was yes, in it China was. where they went that circle. Yeah, the, these, things, these sheep would just circle in this one pen. They could put different sheep into that pen, and these sheep would then just start walking around in a circle in this pen. See, and I, it was only that pen. See, and it went for like eight, nine days. Ten, ten to twelve days. And it just... Then everybody they forgot about it. No, they, they, they haven't... They just kept covering They quit covering it. Oh, really? Yeah, I was under the understanding. Because I think a lot of people are looking at it. I don't think it was really like strange or paranormal or some quirk. There is a there is a parasite. When I grew up on the farm, we had a couple of cows that got it. And it, that's what they do is they just start walking in circles. Really? And it's a parasite. And that's just what causes it. It's a breathable. You can get it. It's a virus. That's parasite. fucking weird, dude. It's been reported a lot if you really dig into it. There's Jesus. nothing really unusual. It's really creepy to it's see. Creepy. Don't get me wrong. But it's a natural, it's a, either they have a virus or a parasite that right. messes with their brain. Deers will get it too, very common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deers will get it and they'll start, you'll see them out there. Uh, but it is really creepy. The weird. <laughs> it's like, Because I know I, like I posted it a couple places, this is nothing unusual, because when you have confined animals like that, right. they get sick all, one, one, one animal gets sick, right, they right, all right. get sick. And that's just a side effect. They start working in circles. It's kind of like, it's a derivative of a, Jakob Kreutzfeldt disease. Oh, okay. It's like a different version of it. Yeah. yeah you can actually eat the animals afterwards. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Jesus. No, it's just fucking weird, though. Oh, it's, it is. Don't get me wrong. So it's like, what? But it's not as weird as that black goat on? walking through that pen. Yeah. Uh, or, or, uh, the person who put that on YouTube should be hunted down uh, and flogged. No, all, just, all goats are... That, that's, I, I think, part of what creeped me out the most about the film The Witch. I know that's a movie that people really love and they really hate. I really like it. But but Black Thomas, the creepy goat, it just... Uh, it's just so fucking unnerving. Oh, I just hate it so much. It's just like, oh. Well, there's that. Oh, but Black Thomas told me, oh, fuck no. Don't listen to a goat. What's wrong with you, man? No. Well, the ah. Black Thomas one, they had one where it's actually, I think it was like a Seep Squats porno. You're oh, that? no. It's basically, it's, I can't remember the movie. It shows up on my 
feed on YouTube every once in a while. It's like a short clip. And this goat, all burly, you know, it's just got a goat's head and human body and goat legs. And it walks up, has its way with a couple of sheep. One of the sheep gives birth to a half-human, half-goat hybrid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a really trippy. It's like, I don't, I don't know if I want to watch it because it's like, <laughs> what the weird. hell is this? It, it's like B-Star has gone completely insane. It's it's like it's like a Summer Region film or something. Not yeah. as good as Troll, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah, but no, it's right. It's it's out, it's out there. That's fucking wild. <laughs> because the human <laughs> people that own all the sheep adopt this hybrid as their own kid because they can't have kids. Oh, creepy. Yeah. It's just creepy. I don't know. Speaking, I, I would never be that desperate for kids, man. No, I'm not, no, no more, no more. <laughs> Yeesh. We're going to go to, I'm going back to this article, the email we got. And they were asking specifically, how would you go about attracting a Wendigo? <sighs> well, I'm going to get, we did already did an article on Wendigo. We did an episode. Yeah, I'm yeah, just going to kind of quick, give a quick overview of what a Wendigo is. Correct. The Wendigo is a product of the Algonquin folklore and is a beast that was feared by all. This terrifying creature was known to have its biggest impact during the winter months and was thought to be responsible for the manifestation of some of the darkest parts of the human spirit in winter. Famine, gluttony, and cannibalism incarnate. The Wendigo is known for its insatiable greed and hunger for human flesh. The Wendigo is often depicted as a demonic spirit that has the power over winter storms and weather events. Because of this, the creature is often associated with the harsh winters of the north. It is said that an angry windigo can cause the sky to darken and extreme weather such as harsh winter winds, tornadoes, and blizzards. The windigo is often depicted as a supernatural creature that has the ability to bring famine and harsh winter storms to bear over land. These conditions give it ideal hunting grounds and plentiful victims, both to satisfy its hunger and its need to share its twisted desires. So, these people that emailed me... If you want to go looking for a Wendigo, this would be the best time to go right now. Go to yeah. northern Minnesota. Right. Or you can go to the Wendigo capital of the world. Yeah. Which is located in Kenora, Ontario, Canada. Yeah. There you go. But right. first of all, I would say don't go looking for Wendigos. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah Unless my, you like being cold. My, my, my theory on Wendigos is I'm not going to try to attract one. Um, the, those things are, are fucking horrifying. Um, Jesus. No. Well, they ask how you could attract it. How do you attract it? Just go out in the woods, be hungry, and... It, right. Because I'm pretty sure the guy who sent me this, his one desire is not to be hungry. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, probably have to go to be hungry sometime. Yeah, yeah. This is not going to work for me, man. Let's find something else to look for. Uh, no, Jesus, yeah, no, Wendigo is one of those things I, I would not want to go hunt. I mean, I respect anybody who wants to go find that. Uh, no, it's I am not dude. one of them. I'd like the cold weather, but not that much. Right. It, it's actually, I was just, because I was thinking of a snarky comment of uh, looking to find out who pissed the Wendigo off back in 96, 97, when we had all that horrible snow down here. Okay. Uh, but then I started going, man. I wonder in in like Minnesota, South Dakota, North Dakota, how many how many people died out there? Was there really a Wendigo that just like fuck it, we're going hunting, man? Oh, dude, I never that. thought of that. And just till right now, and I was like, oh, a snarky comment. Wait a minute, that makes sense. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's not really a snarky comment. If, it if makes we can control weather, that was a long, long fucking winter where people could not get out for whole chunks of time. So, like, we would get locked out of our place for, like, a week sometimes because we couldn't get into town. 
so much hunting. There was so much. Dude, the whole pack of them was like, you know what? I hope it starts snowing really bad. It's, I, really I have do. a feeling this year we are going to get hit with snow. When? Yeah. yeah, we're only in December. I know we're only in December. But that's something to think about, folks. I never thought about that. I, I, I'm get, curious now to kind of go back and look. And I, yeah, we should just go back and look at all the massive snowstorms I hit. Years like 78 or something? Yeah, let's see. Yeah, late 70s, I know. Uh, northern Midwest got nailed with. Marty actually came shit. up with a crazy ass theory know. before I did. And, and yeah. What is and, wrong with you? All, all out of snarky Marty, bullshit. Marty, is that really you or you your doppelganger? <laughs> did, did you get that fucking parasite again? Oh, That's me. My cat was licking my mouth. But this, this email also asked me, how can you? How the hell? I'm going to read. Okay, I got to read the article again. Da, 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 da. We also need to know any weaknesses for the Wendigo. I'm just going to go Wendigo specific because the other ones don't have any weaknesses. Right, right. Like with Bigfoot, it could probably throw rocks at the baseball and you wouldn't even see it coming until after yeah, it hit you. You just got to hope that it you just wake, wants you. You get hit by a rock from Bigfoot and you're going to wake up and look down at your body and like, crap. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Although Wendigo is a fearsome opponent, they are not impossible to defeat. It is said that there are several measures that can be taken to protect oneself against the Wendigo. The first thing that you should do is build a fire. According to the legend, Wendigos will do everything in their power to avoid fire. Possibly is because it's thought that their hearts are made of ice. Yes. A Wendigo can be harmed by fire, but their wounds will heal quickly, and they will only become more angry and obsessed with their intended victim. It also thought that magical amulets and charge can be u- charms can be used to give oneself protection. As a Wendigo is a creature of pure and unbridled evil, it can be dissuaded with objects that have been charmed with protective spells. Last but certainly not least, a weapon made of silver is required to go up against a Wendigo. It is said that silver is the only type of weapon that can seriously hurt a Wendigo. A Wendigo can be killed with a weapon made of pure silver if it is driven through the creature's heart of ice. Once this has been done, the shards of the creature's heart must be placed in a silver box and buried in consecrated ground. Next, the body must be dismembered with a silver weapon, slated and cremated. The ashes must be scattered to the four winds. Failure to properly follow this procedure will result in the resurrection of the creature and a bloody vengeance. What did I say? It's probably going to be like, I remember you. Yeah. I'm coming after this. But I find it interesting here. We're going to talk, uh, we need a lot of these legends separating to the four winds. Yeah. I wonder if the four winds is actually a place. Uh, yeah, that, could it be? Uh, makes sense. Because I understand north, south, east, west. Is uh, right, winds. right, right. But how I would mean, you know where the winds the, ended? Yeah, the the the, the basic idea, I, I guess, most basic interpretation is like, oh, spread it all over the place. Yeah. Uh but yeah, what what if it is a quote mythological magic safe place to be like, okay, this is because mm-hmm. there's a lot of, and it's not just European. And over here, there's a lot of them that use that same basic terminology. And if you're, like, in Greenland, that's not very far. Yeah. If you're going to the coastline, it's like, oh, 10 feet there. Oh, here's the yeah, South Coast, yeah, 10 yeah. feet back that way. <laughs> it's not that far. Yeah. Oh, I know yeah. Greenland's a huge country. I mean, it's just, it, it is, but, but you know, in, in retrospect, to be like, hey, we're stuck in the middle of Canada. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> you know? you got a long ways to go no matter which way you're going to go. And it also sounds really expensive to kill the Wendigo. Silver thing. Yeah. Pure silver, it says. Yes. Yeah. It's not like silver plated. No, silver box. Right. And, and, you know, silver, well, it's not the most expensive metal. 
having enough to to create a weapon is not going to be cheap. No. And the downside with that is silver tends to be a little uh, malleable. Yeah. Not as bad as gold, but it it, it takes a lot of killing. Um, yeah. Uh, it's like, so just don't go chase Wendigos from yeah, guys. It so just what, seems like people a that email us, I love you guys. I appreciate everything you do. Just don't go chasing after Wendigos. Like, don't go chasing after waterfalls. Yeah, you know, if, if you want to go chase down, you know, Grimms and Death Cats and things like that. Grimms? You know, what are Grimms? Grimms. Oh, oh, yeah, we didn't get them. Uh, these actually red-eyed beasts guard some Appalachian cemeteries. Now, legend has it settlers throughout the region believed that burying the family dog alive in the cemetery with people would mean this the dog's spirit would actually turn into a Grimm, which is a giant black dog with red eyes, and it basically is a protector of the graveyard. So unlike a hellhound, which is actually a demonic dog sent up to do evil bidding and typically hunt people down, these things actually just keep people from fucking with the cemetery. I don't know if I would do that if you buried me alive and expected me to... Right. You want me to do what? But it is a dog. So it's like, oh, Master's here. And now I'm I'm a, a, a fucking spectral uh, guardian <laughs> of these tombs. I can pee on everything, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm here. I'm... <laughs> oh, here's just tombs. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, but that's what that's our answer to the emails, guys. It's like, any, all this stuff could be out there. We all believe something except for the ghosts I don't have an issue with. Right, right. If you listen right. to any of the episodes, I, Marty believes in ghosts, I don't. Yeah. But, like, all these creatures out there that we talk to, all these cryptids, there is some base, there's always that small oh, yeah. kernel of truth. And with some of them, who's to say, the government could be making cheap squats, they're really stupid, I could see them doing that. No, yo, no, absolutely. It, it is definitely a chimeric animal um, that yeah. I could see them doing. I just tried to figure out something. Yeah. Basically, it took off in the 90s. Yeah. Hang on, folks. i got to pause this a second. Now, Marty, you said Sheep Squatch started to get sighted in, what, the mid-90s? Yeah, mid-90s. Do you know what actually happened in the mid-90s that was very controversial during around 1996? July 5th, to be exact. I've already noticed that day. Like, everything mm. happens like after major holidays. Right, right. I don't know. Do you know who, who came into existence? Come on. Uh-uh. Has to do with Sheep Squatch. Nice. Dolly. Oh. First female dentist short sheep was created genetically. Shit. So if you think about that, that was done in Scotland. You right. know America's got its dumb hands into this genetic shit. So maybe Sheep Squatch was actually something we created with a human hybrid, and Dolly is the better version of it. Yeah, right, right. It's just like a Def Leppard thing all over again. This, this is America's like, oh, they're just going to make a, a sheep? Well, we could do better than But that. that makes, that's just really weird. That's a coincidence oh, right there. Around that same time Sheep Squatch came out, then Dolly. Right. Uh, Oof. Yeah, it's, it's a Def Leppard thing all over again. Damn. No, I know. Oh, shit. Because I'm only thinking 90s, 90s. What happened in the 90s? That was yeah. very controversial. Uh, yeah, I, that, yeah, fuck it. Then I finally, my two that. brain cells connected, yeah, and I'm like, that's a good idea. <laughs> poop, poop, fire, so I should fire. be a scientist. I'm a, I'm a scientist now, guys. I'm going to come with good ideas. I think we should cross a bird with a cat. Oh, uh, no. 
Like a, like even a bird head and a there, cat body. There, there's enough horrifying birds <laughs> out there on their own. They don't need help. You don't like birds, Jesus. do you, Marty? I don't like birds. Owls, I, I like. Well, another thing, too, like if you go to West Virginia, you got the Her Faithful Flying Snallygaster. No. You ever heard of that? No, I'm not sure if I have. <laughs> I, I don't have any information for me, but it's like a flying cryptid from West Virginia. The App- Appalachian Mountains has a lot of reports of the Snallygaster. Hang on, folks. We're going to huh. pause this again. All right, folks. In American folklore, the Snallygaster is a bird reptile chimera, originating the superstitions of early German immigrants, later combined with sensationalistic newspaper reports of the monster. Early sightings associated with the Snallygaster were in Frederick County, Maryland, especially the areas of South Mountain and Middleton Valley. Later, the reports would be expanded on sightings in companies in areas including Central Maryland and the Washington, D.C. metro area. Reports have also been made throughout the Appalachian Mountain Range. Because you ever watch Mountain Monsters? Yeah, Snallygasters. Uh, yeah. Which is see, basically, I, I think it's like a, a really inbred version of a pterodactyl. Right. Yeah, I, I, I try not to watch Mountain uh, Monsters because it's just awful. I don't know. <laughs> they make some really good traps. I would like to interview them, guys. I think it would be fun. It, it would be fun. It, that's another one of those shows that, I, in my opinion, most of it is complete horseshit. Um because they, they've done, especially I, early episodes, there was a lot of stuff that was like, uh, this is kind of pushing believability, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, like, catching chupacabras in traps and the Bigfoots releasing Well, that, them. that's, that's like, when the chupacabra attacks him on the back of the four-wheeler because that giant rat head came out of him. Yeah, it was just like, uh, what? It was a but show there, that we I, would I, turn I, on and, like, me and one of my kids would be like, holy fuck, are they goddamn serious? But I'm thinking some of them they had some really good parts to them because no, I think, yeah, no, because some, they intertwine. What well, I don't want to say it's pure bullshit. Some uh, of it, I don't know. But right. speaking of that, I, I want to say that that some of it is exaggerated. And there we go. That's what I'm um, is is kind of my belief on it. But, but we have to bring up something here. Since yeah, I was talking, I it just just popped into my head. I uh, totally yeah. forgot. We tried. We put this on the back burner. We have to say this. I don't want to have to say this, but. Was it Expedition Bigfoot? Yeah. Yeah, there's been that's just recently made the news because of Thinker Thunker. Yes. And I do have what he states is very true to a point. Yeah. From a point of view. That how can something repeat the same sequence over again? But I asked this question How many opera singers can keep hitting the same note the same way in every performance? It is possible to repeat the same right. thing. Um, you just got to think that, all because you think it's a wild animal, it doesn't do it the same way. If it has, like, human vocal cords, it can reproduce the same sound. Yes. Um, well, we should, get, we should give some context on this. That. The, the, the whole thing here, uh, Thinker Thunker is actually kind of controversial with some of this stuff. He's somebody, I think, that you either really like or really hate the guy. Yeah. Um... But he does go through a lot of uh, paranormal videos, uh, audio stuff, and they've come across uh, a a sequence from Expedition Bigfoot where they were putting out calls and they were getting these calls back. Well, he has gone through and and mapped out all the audio, uh, you know, with... with, He's got some good equipment. He really does have some nice programs for, for audio stuff. And he's separating out the calls, the the background noise, and he he found these chunks where it wasn't 
Because what what would happen is they would play a recording of of a recorded. Well, they were doing call blasting. Yeah, it was call blasting, um, and they get a response, and they're like, "Oh, that's not me. Did you guys hear this?" And then they get it back again. Well, he took this chunk of audio and mapped it out, and when you put the first one over top of the second callback. It is a perfect lineup. Um, the the thing that gives me credibility w- with what he found was that even the background noise matches up. So the cricket sounds, all the ambient sound is identical in the second blasting recorded. Um, the, to me, the, the question becomes... Did the people that are actually out in the field know that that was a recording? To me, that's the big question. Yeah, that's that's the ultimate question. Because I actually really like the people that are on this show. Yeah. Um, uh, I I respect them in, in their fields. But you also have to understand it is a show, and there is a whole production crew that is doing stuff there as well. My My gut instinct is that Somewhere in production, they actually blasted this out across this this fucking valley to make better show, and maybe these guys don't know, and they're just recording this and going, holy shit, we got two callbacks. So, I mean, this is dealing with with uh, Russell Accord, who I have utmost respect yes, for. Yes, we both do. And, I, I, <laughs> I like and having met him... <coughs> He just doesn't seem like somebody who's going to he doesn't have that go on and, and fake things. Yeah. Uh, unlike some other people that are on these different shows. Um, and and I, I wanted to just call it complete bullshit, but I did watch uh, Thinker Thunker's video, and it's hard to dispute the audio evidence the guy has that yeah. this callback, they were recorded and played out there. Um, like I said, to me, the, the crux of it is, was it part of the, the main hosts and the production crew that did this? Because they're in a large area. Yeah. It, 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 if you know the area and they've got it mapped out, it wouldn't be that hard to have some of the people put out speakers and boop, blast this out. And these guys don't even know. They're out in the field. They don't know that that's just a recording being blasted back at them. In my gut, that's what I want to say is going on with it to make better show for the production end of things. Because I just have a hard time thinking that Russell Accord would willingly go along with faking the audience along. Because eventually, if you fake something and you know about it, it's going to get caught. It's, it's, it's if the, blown up on so many yeah, different big real th- paranormal shows. Yeah. Like there was a ghost one got nailed years ago for faking all their stuff. Uh, there's other Bigfoot ones that have been caught faking their stuff. And when you're playing off that you're a real show, there's a lot to lose by, yeah. by doing that. And when people have people like us that are passionate about it, and something comes like this out and we watch it. it right. Because like Finding Bigfoot, uh, Expedition Bigfoot, yeah. I have a couple of issues with a couple of their episodes. Just little things. Right, right. Because if you really look at it, there's one on there. It's like when they say, oh, we see these lights in the forest. Yeah. And all of a sudden they flash that light in there and the light goes away. If you look in the foreground there, there's actually a log. Oh, yep, yep, yep. And when they shut the lights off, the lights come back, 
and it's yes. exactly where the log's at. If you stop it, you can see where it's like moss. I'm thinking it's brown. Right, no, it's just it's a optical. It's a distance yep. thing, but you can't really tell because it, it looks far away. But that log's like ten feet away. And yeah, and when you're out there, it's pitch black. Oh yeah, I mean, it is. It's, it's dark as shit. There's no lights. Uh, but yeah, it's it's. Out of other shows, I, I guess I wouldn't have been that shocked. I would have been like, well, yeah, it makes sense. This one, it hit me fucking sideways. Yeah, because I just said, like, hey, did you see this, Marty? And Marty's like, what? I'm like, it sounds like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, no. So, I, yeah, I immediately went over to the video. I was like, oh, okay, it's like 10-minute video, 8, 10-minute yeah. video he did. And and like I said, I've looked through some of his other stuff. And, and he's, he, in this field, he does tend to be controversial. People get really pissed off. But I, I don't think he's malicious in what he does. He's posting what he thinks he's finding, debunking yep. videos. And and I respect that. Uh, but yeah, this, this one hit a little hard because it's like, it's a wrestle the court. Show, We're, neither me or, I'll say this right now, neither me or Marty are experts. We yeah. believe there's something out there. And it's like, he's, we're saying it's like, all because you have people out there looking for this creature, they're passionate about finding this creature. And they're on TV. It makes good TV if you have something happen. Because if nothing happens, oh, yeah. Yeah. people like I would still watch it if nothing happened. Because I would like to see an episode where right. something does not happen. Because yeah. like that one time they're out there and they found like a giant ass culver in the middle of the mountains. I'm like, what the fuck is this even doing yeah. here? Oh, yeah. That was creepy enough by itself. Yeah, no, I mean it's. It, but I mean, in, in this atmosphere of television, there's there's always the push to produce, especially when you're dealing with reality documentary shows like that. There's always a push to find something, which, like I said, has been the demise of many of these type of shows. Many ghost shows after the original Ghost Hunters ran came out of the woodwork doing ghost shows, and most of those don't exist anymore because a good chunk of them were, were frauds, yeah. uh, and they disappeared. Ghost Hunter guys are back because there were whole episodes where, oh, that's kind of creepy, but there's no real proof of anything happening. No, nope. and, and that's... That's that gives credibility to it, in my opinion. Yeah. If you're going out every single place you go, and oh my God, there's a Bigfoot standing right behind a tree. Zach Bagan. I, I I just start to go, <sighs> no man, I, I don't buy it. Unless every single place you go is the most haunted place that you've ever fucking seen. So so who's the guy from Blink One Eighty Two? For uh, Star Suit Academy. I can't think of his name. Travis Parker? The one that, not the drummer, the lead man. That oh, had, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I can't think of Again, the name, I just feel sorry for the Bigfoot world because he's got involved with that. Yeah, and it doesn't matter, I like Blake, but uh, you don't need to be in, no. in Bigfoot. Uh, <laughs> you, you just don't. It, it's, yeah. Uh, no. No. It's, it, it, um, it's yeah. fine, like, like Post was on a, a Ghost Adventures episode. And it's like, ah, that's cool, you want to go out and see this stuff. But don't give Post his own show. You know, I mean, you stick to music, man. This is what you do. Uh, if you want to guest spot on, on somebody's show once in a while and go look for shit because you're interested, I'm all for that, man. Yep. That's cool. That 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 uh, notoriety gives you gives you kind of the privilege to be able to go do that. And good for you, but don't give them their own I show. I want somebody to invite us on a Bigfoot hunt. I really do. Yeah, it'd, it'd be fun. It'd be fun. Not this time of year as much. No, no, it has to be nice. It's just too goddamn cold. Mid, late spring. Yeah, there we go. Late summer. 
Where it's like, you know, we're, we're like, 40s okay. and 50s. We're fair weather there. Bigfoot hunters. <laughs> right, right. I'm only going to go when it's convenient and comfortable for me because, let's be honest, I'm a, a child of fucking luxury. Then you got to go like, yep, that's the only time Bigfoot's moving. Yeah, yeah Bigfoot. This is when he migrates, man. This is yep. where we got to be. There's a 7-Eleven down there. It's cool. We're going to go get some hot dogs and shit. We'll be right back up, man. Yeah, no, I'm a creature of convenience and comfort, which is why I'm, you know, a fat fuck. Uh, but... But, uh, yeah, no, I don't want to go out in the middle of goddamn cold, tromping around in woods. I just don't. Then you'd probably end up finding the Wendigo, which we should... Which is probably what would happen to me. Per the email, we don't think you should go hunting Wendigos. I I don't. And if you are going to go out to West Virginia, hope you guys have fun. Oh, hell yeah, man. There's plenty of other good stuff to go look for in But if you happen to go to West Virginia and you actually want to do that, check um, check with East... E-C-B-R-O, Daniel yes. Benoit. He might be able to point you in some directions. Right. But be careful. That's the biggest thing because it's, it's no joke. It's like yeah, if no, something there's... happens, make sure you get it. If you don't want anything to happen, make sure everybody's got their cameras on right. and you'll never see anything. But if you don't, if you want something to happen, don't have any cameras. <laughs> yeah, right. That's about it. And and there are some dangerous areas out there, man. You get into some of the Appalachian areas and it's it's. That's where some of the Missy 411 things happen, too. The emergency dad has, has it. Yeah, it's not always paranormal, either. No. There's just some... Mountain lions, bears, yeah, there's, there's snakes. There's nasty shit running around there. Uh, but, yeah, no, man, that'd be really good. Yeah, anything on this list, man, you can go hunt. But Wendigos, I, I don't know. It, that is one of the, the few cryptids. There are some that creep me out. But that is the one that I is probably way up on the my list. Hot cattle yeah, hunt. of, like, yeah, I don't want to come near that thing. No. Uh, I don't want to. Other stuff, yeah, I'd love to see that. Oh, I'd love to see this. That's one I, I don't... That and, like, a, a megalodon are, are two things I don't want to be coming across. Because in order to see a megalodon, I'm out in the middle of the fucking ocean on a boat. I don't want to run into that. Well, Likewise, if I'm up in Canada, I don't want to run into a Wendigo, man. <laughs> I, I will take a Sasquatch. I will take a crazy, weird fucking moose jaws, man. I don't really care, but not a Wendigo. <laughs> Uh, anything but that, because yeah, they're just they're horrifying, man. Yeah. Especially if you go down the the they are like a, a paranormal, almost an elemental yeah. energy. It, there's not a whole lot you can really do with that. They're gonna fuck you up because they're really good up. at mimicking people. So if you're oh, happen yeah. to be out in West Virginia or somebody mimicking you, saying, "Hey, Jerry, come here," yeah, yeah don't go. Especially yeah, if you get all hear, your guys. You hear your friend in the distance, or a baby crying, or yeah, baby right, crying yeah. is really scary it's too. A, oh, <laughs> Everything about that shit's creepy. Little little kids are creepy, period. Yeah. Uh, and, and then you have, like, one crying out in the woods. You're just like, nope, I'm out, man. <laughs> a weird noise I can deal with. It's like, oh, what's that? Baby crying, man. There's two options. It, it is a... Well, three options, really. It's a baby crying, which is, why the fuck is a baby out here? Two, it's like a coyote, because sometimes they will make fucking weird baby-sounding noises or women-screaming noises. Yep. Or three, it's something paranormal luring you out. And there are multiples that use baby crying to to sneak you out away from everyone else. You, you forgot one. Uh-oh. You got forgot. There's four. It's a bunch of inbred hillbillies. They have kids, and they're just using it to get to you <laughs> so they can use your breeding stock. Or, or the stew too. that they want like, to make. Yeah, like... Like, like uh, most of the wrong turn. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, wrong turn or uh, home episode of yeah. X-Files. Uh, just, to this day, there are people that are still... Horrified by that episode of X Files. It's actually but, based uh, on actual events. Actually yeah, and that's idea. part of what I think creeped people out, which is why Fox never showed it ever again after the first time. They had yep. so many complaints. They were like, 
never show this episode again. Yeah. And Fox went, well, okay, we won't. <laughs> you can watch it now on everything else because it's on Hulu and everything else. But yeah, no, uh, yeah, yeah, baby crying in the woods. Probably just go the other way, man. It's you might feel a little bad if it was actually a baby. You'd be like, eh, but you know what? <laughs> Here's the other strikes where I'm like. Eh. No, man, it's my own ass. I'm sorry. That baby shouldn't have been here. If you hear a baby cry in the woods, and you go toward it, and let's say you go 100 yards, like, has to be around here, then you hear it further, then right. stop. That's the definitely... Stop. That that's, ain't moving. Yeah, that, that's definitely time. It, give it, not, we'll say this much. If you hear a baby cry in the woods, give it 100 yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it, it's not baby Jack-Jack, and he's not teleporting out another 100 yards, yep. man. It's, 100 uh, yards. So you get baby cry in the woods, get 100 yards. It, right. Because you if you hear a baby, you should be able to hear, find it within 100 yards. Yeah. yeah 100 yeah, yards is actually a long ways. It is. Uh, yeah, if, if you hear it way off in the distance again, just turn yeah, back just, around just and be stop. like, no, stop what, what you're you doing. know what? <laughs> if it can go that far, that fast, it doesn't need my help. I, I'm good. Time to leave, man. Now, that, that's one of those things that just really kind of terrifies me, that idea. Or even, like, uh, uh, people running into doppelgangers in their house. Like, like, the spooky stories of, like, oh, my mom was calling me from downstairs. But I went into the bathroom quick, and, and my mom said, don't go down there, I'm up here. You know, one of those kind of things. <laughs> it's like, I, I've been hearing it too, and it's like, oh, fuck, what is that thing? Yeah. Mimicry is just an awful, horrifying thing. Yeah. Which is probably why ravens are such awful, horrifying things, because they can mimic the shit out of people talking to you. A lot of people don't realize ravens I'd be careful do that. that. I know a couple of listeners that like ravens a lot. I mean, they're, they're, ravens, I will say, are a cool bird. They're really smart. Yeah, super smart, and and they they're a fun trading companion because like there's a lot of stories of people like leaving them food, and they will just start finding shit. crows will do the same thing. And yeah, ravens, crows, and they will basically start up a that's farmers how get, that's market. How you, that's how you get a that's how you get a burglar ring going instead of cat. <laughs> oh burglars, yeah, you have bird burglars. Yep. But yeah, no, they they basically will set up a farmer's market with you, and they'll just like bring you shit and trade you for the stuff yep. you're giving them. It's like well, that's there's a, there's that's a, pretty I, fucking I read, cool, man. I want to read there's I read somewhere on the internet, so I know it's true. Right. There's somebody like in England that was feeding the crows, and all of a sudden oh, crows yeah. started bringing money. Yeah. For food, and he's like, "Where are you getting this?" What? It's like he ended up get, making like three hundred pounds or something right. from these crows, like in three weeks. They just find money and they yeah. steal money and bring it to him. Well, they, they would like, uh, food. yeah, because they figured they were taking it from like street performers and yeah. shit. They would come up and pull a dollar or pound yep. out of their fucking little guitar case and fly off. And it's like, well, what are you going to do? Chase the fucking bird. Yeah, but this no, guy ended up with that. It's money. gone. But yeah, no, it's like bringing it over to this dude who was feeding him crackers and shit. He's like, here you go, man. Oh, thanks. Here's Tim. There, there you go. This will, this will, uh, We'll put this into my bird crisp fund. <laughs> Just like, what the fuck, man? But yeah, no, they're a super smart animal. Which, they, the ironic thing, because I like owls. I, they're just a cool animal. But ironically, owls have traditionally been known as, like, the, the symbol of wisdom. One of the stupidest birds on the fucking planet. They, they, are stupid, they are stupid as shit. They, they basically I'll, just I'll, I will I will attest to that. They're, yeah. they're not the brightest bird. No. Because... You can do certain things to catch them, and it's not oh, very yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah, it's it, yeah. It, they basically just eat and shit, and that's all they really do. Look around, like, hey, what's going on back here? But yeah, they're dumb as fuck. It's like, how did you luck into the fucking wisdom role, man? Like Boo Boo from uh, fucking uh, Clash of the Titans, <laughs> man. It's like, how do you how do you become a symbol of wisdom and 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 fucking intelligence? And you're one of the because the reason I'll, I'll right. tell you how they got that because whenever you see them. They're always quiet. They're very quiet. Right. Which you consider part of being very smart. Plus, when they sit there, 
They just stare at you creepily. Yeah. And they're not really uh, measuring you out. They're just dumb. And don't have any other thought than to look right at you right at that moment. Because nothing else is moving. They're just like, what's it doing? <laughs> can I eat it? As you can tell, Marty hates owls. I, so I, my I love owls, man. I, I like owls, but they're dumb as my shit. My wife finds them as creeped out by fuck by them. I, I like owls, but they're dumb as shit. So I think we should just stop babbling and let these right, folks get right, on with right. their day. Before we start talking about krakens and all kinds of other terrifying things I don't like. <laughs> We're going to do an episode. Under, just, just if Leviathan's. you guys want to hear an episode where we talk about what things Marty don't like in the scripted world, yeah, we right. can do that. I'll tell we'll you, let, a lot we'll, of them are deep water. I won't uh, like, we'll let you run that whole episode. How's that right. sound? All right, folks. <laughs> no, animal number two I don't fucking like. <laughs> what really fucking grinds my baboons. ears? <laughs> What's the deal with your red-ass baboon? Oh, uh, God. All right, Marty. Stop. I do like baboons, though. I know why you like baboons, but They're I ain't going to get into that right yeah, we're not So have you got anything else for our wonderful listeners? Uh, no, I don't think so. We had our heartbreak of... of Possibly a show, and uh, no, it's uh, huh? I, I say we, oh. we went over a heartbreak of possibly a show, yeah. but no, uh, no, I don't think so. I yeah. think I'm pretty well. Well, I just want to thank everybody that listens to us. If you have any crazy stories or topics you'd like to reach out and have us discuss more in depth and ramble on about, yeah, right. you, you can follow us on Instagram. We're, we're really, I'm I run the Instagram and the Twitter right. account. We're pretty that's where we're most prominent. You'll see any tweets from us or whatever, yeah. But email us any stories at eothpodcast at gmail.com. Right. And, and if you have any uh, field trips you want to invite yeah, us yeah, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go on. Go as long as trip. it's not super cold where we're going. And there's Unless alcohol. it's Antarctica. I would take Antarctica, a field trip yeah, to Antarctica. That's a, yeah, that's a good and I will deal there. with that. Yeah. But yeah, no. Field I have a passport. Invites, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, any field trip invites, we're more than happy to, yep. to try to see if we could pull that into a schedule of some kind. Yep. Yeah, and we got that, portable recording equipment now. Right, right, we do. We that do. we have yet to use, so we need we a field trip to test it. it. But yeah, you need a good place, man. All right, folks, have a good night. And I always say, fuck normal. Bye. <laughs>